Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. High fly ball, deep center, going back. Judd still back on the track at the wall. He leaps and he makes the play. He took away a home run and made the play. Well, Michael, you can't make this up. This is star power right here. Yeah, I'd say maybe the two biggest stars in all of baseball, 6'9", Aaron Judge, who broke the home run record last year, because he's 6'9", can actually reach over the fence and rob home runs from the one of the greatest pitchers in Major League Baseball, who actually is one of the greatest hitters. So yeah, that's, that's a, a combo right there. That's exciting. Stay tuned for hockey highlights. As apparently we're now doing a sports show. What's going on around here? What's well, happening? That was just this is outrageous. That was just, outrageous. Okay. That was just the local segment last segment. So nobody well, I else know. I know. Um, there, so uh, first the uh, serious stuff, and then we'll get to kind of an interesting story about these uh, AI-powered glasses that are going to end awkward conversations. AI-powered glasses, like you look through glasses or drinking glasses? Uh, like you look through. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The word is uh, the same for both those devices. <laughs> and I was confused. AI glasses like you drink out of would probably say, stop, that's enough. <laughs> she doesn't You're... look like you think she looks. That's what the oh. AI-powered glasses oh. would say. Or wow. he, or he. Actually, either kind of glasses, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so we'll have that for you in a minute or two. Uh, continuing my theme 
of the media decides what we pay attention to and what narratives rule American culture in a way that's really unhealthy. You know, I brought it up before, the terrible shooting of that young black man in Kansas City by the panicky 84-year-old white guy. What a terrible story. Who thought he was going to be robbed or whatever. It's an awful story. The prosecutor made a vague statement about, we believe race may have been a factor, but nobody knows. And, and it's a tragedy no matter how you look at it. But it got a tremendous amount of coverage. Well, now, finally, some media outlets, having observed that, like that, uh, the next day, a panicky white guy shot a bunch of young white people who were on, in his driveway. That one's getting a fair amount of attention. And the, the high school cheerleader who was shot by a Hispanic guy sleeping in his car when she thought it was her car, returning from a cheerleading gig late at night, blah, blah, blah. So at least now they're switching to the narrative of, hey, can we stop shooting each other, please, which I think is a good one. Oh, boy, yeah. Dang it. Those All, all three of those stories are just horrible. But here's one story you're not going to hear anywhere. And it happened not far away from where Jack and I lived in the Charlotte area a number of years ago. A North Carolina six-year-old and her parents were shot Tuesday night by an angry neighbor who fired at them after a basketball rolled into his yard. Mom, dad, and six-year-old all shot and wounded by this guy. They're white. He's black. Now, reverse the races, and we would, like, cancel Major League Baseball for a week. Congress would be wearing armbands, and flags would be at half-mast. And all I'm saying is... We can't be living in this, this uh, you know, uh, funhouse mirror society where the media picks the narrative, then cherry picks evidence to support it, and we get a race war. Right. Constantly repeating that white people are hunting black people, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's horrors in all sorts of directions, and, and their utter unwillingness to, talk, to call out young black America for violence when the victims are overwhelmingly other young black people. So you're refusing to save lives because you're afraid to speak the truth. I'm always uncomfortable when you say that, which is weird, because it's statistically overwhelmingly true. I mean, there is no worry about being able to back that up with fact. But it makes people uncomfortable. Well, and I hear you. If you, if we, if anybody goes on and on and on, about how, you know, there's so much violence and crime coming from black folks. That will reinforce unfortunate stereotypes. That will cause tensions. That will have some really uncomfortable effects. I get that. But if there's one thing I've become dedicated to in my old age, it's that it's the idea that the minute you decide, well, we're going to deny reality because that's uncomfortable and we'll we'll solve the problem while denying the reality. You are walking down a road that's not going to go anywhere. You want to save poor, innocent victims of crime, especially people of color. You got to start telling the truth. And that's not to suggest for a single second, morons. That white people and Hispanic people and whatever aren't capable of crime and violence and horror. They certainly are. There are several examples of it uh, uh, recently. But you got to be honest. 
About the only thing that that awful James Comey did that I thought was great was when he gave that long speech about policing and crime statistics and race and all that and like explaining how people could come to have certain attitudes and all that sort of stuff. I thought it was really interesting. And, you know, it seemed to be pretty well received at the time, even though it made a lot of people uncomfortable. I wish wish we could, you know, live in that world of discussing it. You know, yeah, yeah, I agree completely. I mean, like that, that tragic shooting in Alabama, that Sweet 16 party, you have four beautiful young black Americans with bright futures, fabulous young people by every account who now will not get to live their lives because they were gunned down by other young black people. And to deny that, I mean, if there's one demographic group that doesn't think black lives matter, it's gangbangers. It's people who settle minor disputes with guns. And the victims are almost always people of color. And it's tragic. My heart breaks for those families and those young people. They were beautiful young Americans. Now they're dead. It's the culture of gun violence that, and you know, and it's not about the tool that's used. It's about the culture. I wouldn't solve a minor dispute with a firearm, and I own several of them, and I'm good at it. Um, not in a zillion years. We got a disease in the culture. I don't know which of the shootings involved this aspect because I don't pay attention to every single one of these. There's too many of them, for one thing. But in the last 24 hours, there's somebody that shot a bunch of people, and he had just been released from prison. Yeah. Which one of those stories is that? Anyway, Um, the focus by most of the media was, you know, once again, guns playing a role. And my first thought when I heard that story was, clearly the issue here is you let somebody out who was not rehabilitated. He gets out of prison, and he immediately kills a bunch of people or shoots a bunch of people. I yeah, thought it was I'm scrolling a, through. Well, I, I would, I, my first thought was not what gun law can we pass, was why did this guy get out? Yeah, this guy in the charging, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, the shooting in uh, the Charlotte area was uh, charged with one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. So there were stacks of laws against him having a gun. Um, he violated them because he's a felon. And he was obviously a st- still a man with a penchant for violence. Can you imagine? Chases a family through a neighborhood, shooting at him because he, he didn't want him bouncing a basketball? Yeah, it's rough. That is freaking rough. Transition music, please, Michael. Two, three, four. It's got kind of a hip-hop yodeling feel, doesn't it? So is this original real music made by humans, or is this AI? Is that an actual chicken? I don't think it's a chicken. I think it's an actual human. And I can't understand the words. All right, that's enough of that. What Before happened everybody to goes completely nuts. Yeah, good question. So say goodbye to awkward dates. According to students at Stanford University, they've developed smart glasses that provide users with appropriate responses for conversations through an optic lens connected to a smartphone running OpenAI's GPT-4 large language model. Say goodbye to awkward dates and job interviews. It will, uh, it will tell you what you ought to say. 
Yeah, I have been, I was predicting this when Google Glasses came out, that some version of this, I do think this will happen in the future. Not think, guaranteed. So I'm wearing some sort of glasses. It's got facial recognition software, goes into my contacts. Oh, this is Jim in sales. He handles these accounts. His wife's name is, he has two kids. Oh, you, you, got, you played golf with him three years ago. Now, all that stuff. Up? All that stuff just like right in front of your eye on the screen in your glasses. That's guaranteed to happen in my lifetime, isn't it? Oh, don't don't give me hope. You know how I hate hope. Uh, I would love that. Hey, Jim, how's your golf game coming along? We haven't played in ages. Does does Elaine mind that you go out now and again? Oh, I'd come off as a way better person than I actually Is her am. lasagna still as good as it was June 7th, 2017? <laughs> <laughs> the last time I ate at your house. <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> when I was wearing a brown shirt and red pants. <laughs> now, I will tell you that this uh, this uh, attachment to your glasses looks like you're examining diamonds for their authenticity. So it's probably not going to yeah, sell but, a lot. But Yeah, it's... well, you would have looked like a weirdo walking down the street staring at your phone 20 years ago. But now everybody does it. So everybody will get used to you got some sort of glass apparatus on your head. Well, and the, you know, my point. I thought you were going to go this other direction. Was they'll they'll perfect design and sure. and make it smaller and less clunky in in months. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be a contact lens of some sort. I have to get a hard contact lens for a variety of stupid reasons. But um, I wonder if it'll be something like that. But then I wonder though, you know, if if uh, Jim and Sales, who always calls me Guy comes up to me and says, hey, hey, Joe, how you doing? How's Judy? I heard Baxter was sick. Is he bouncing back? Uh, I'm going to think, you're just reading that off your glasses, you big phony. <laughs> we'll become very cynical very quickly. And everyone knows. And everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that will be yet another step down the road of not real communication and personal interactions and phony friendships, so that'll be great. As oh, as good. Maybe we can find some new opioids to get addicted to to try to oh, make ourselves wow. happy. Oh, wow, what are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's absolutely going to happen, though. Don't you? Boy, my glasses perfect. are going to say, this is Jack. He's a real drag. He's so depressing to talk to. And Keep everyone moving. knows it. Keep moving. He'll probably bring up war with China. Every, Keep moving. Every time you talk to this guy, he pr- predicts the end of humanity. So <laughs> say you have an appointment. <laughs> aruga, aruga. Or it will or it will say, I will pretend to call you in three minutes to get you out of a conversation. <laughs> um, uh, funniest headline around trans I've come across. The leaker's profile reflects a generational concern in the military, as this is an entire new group of people they're dealing with. Oh, the uh, Air Force leaker dude, yeah. And a bunch of other stuff. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This happened a couple of hours ago. Elon Musk launching the biggest rocket in the history of mankind. of cheers is the biggest rocket ever got off the ground then it blew up and uh, i'm seeing a lot of stuff online making it seem like that's some sort of tragedy or an ah about elon musk or whatever in fact that's almost all of what i'm seeing elon put out a couple of tweets on his own twitter about fantastic what a success blah 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 we've learned so much from this which as joe pointed out earlier well they called it a rapid unplanned disassembly <laughs> the explosion yeah. An R-U-D. Rapid unplanned disassembly, which we mocked and had fun with because it's kind of a funny term. But, well, you explain the difference between the way Elon does it as opposed to the way NASA looked at it all these years. Yeah, NASA and other space companies, they go to extraordinary lengths to avoid any mishaps. Um, spending many, many years and zillions of dollars to get it exactly right. Whereas SpaceX's motto is... Fail, fail fast, learn faster. They they are fine with beta testing things. All right, we think this is ready. Let's go ahead and try it to figure out for sure how it looks. And then, so they lost a zillion dollar rocket. They planned on that, as they said. Anything past clearing the launch pad was a super bonus. That was what they really wanted to make sure they had right, getting the thing up in the air. As it turns out, we're not quite ready to have the uh, stage separation and the the secondary rockets, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's what we got to work on. And they're fine. They're happy. They did what they wanted to do. They wanted to see what was ready and what wasn't. 
That 100% makes sense to me. And also, to a certain extent, though, NASA, since it's a government program and needs the support of the public, would be in a position where they can't do that all these years. I mean, if they kept launching rockets that exploded, especially since most of it was happening while it was all about, is our system better than the Soviet Union's? We mm-hmm. couldn't be blowing up rockets on the pad all the time while the, while the Soviets were getting theirs off, you know, circling the Earth. That's a yeah. little different situation. Yeah, the Falcon 9 reusable rocket boosters. You remember when that was a big deal? He was going to land them on a barge? Well, the first several failed, but they, they knew it probably wasn't quite ready, but they had to figure out in what ways it wasn't quite ready. And by about the fifth try, they nailed it, and now it's extremely rare that one of those fails. So you're going to see a lot of mockery in the news and online about the rocket exploding, but that's misplaced as that was part of the deal they knew it wasn't going to go that far at what point does it explode okay now let's figure out why it blew up and then we'll fix it for next time that that really really makes sense to me yeah yeah it's just a different way of of experimenting with a machine i do kind of feel like if you call the explosion rapid unplanned disassembly you're kind of inviting mockery but (laughs) it didn't disassemble it exploded Uh, I didn't get to the new military and and their concerns for these younger recruits like that airman who leaked all that stuff last week, which is a bit of a problem. Oh, the funniest trans headline I've ever seen. And a bunch of other stuff we got coming up. Yeah. You know, I have one more uh, point to make on the whole shootings thing from last segment that I left out. That poor young black man who was shot on the porch in Kansas City. President Biden called him and his family to console them. The white people shot by white people, the white people shot by Hispanic people, the white people shot by a black guy in Charlotte. They're not getting any calls from the White House. It's so political, designed to keep black Americans voting one particular way. It's so ugly and dishonest, these these carefully picked and manipulated narratives. Shameful. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The former First Lady Michelle Obama is my guest tonight. She's here to promote her new book called The Light We Carry. It's about how we all have light within us. And it's also about how Joe Biden spent eight years walking around with his iPhone flashlight on. It's like I can't, I don't know how to turn it off. Jill, Jill, how do I... That seems wow. like reaching to take a shot at an elderly man who uh, struggles with, uh, you know, uh, modern technology. Pull that bad and kept care. Cruel. So, uh, Michelle Obama, kind of everywhere the last 48 hours, got a book, Netflix special. I don't know the reality of this. We should have Gary Dietrich on. Somebody could explain it. Can Michelle Obama parachute in in the middle of the summer if Joe Biden flames out? And say I'm running for president, and and just absolutely sweep to being president in 24. Is there anything? No! How'd Gavin Newsom get in the studio? <laughs> Is there anything structurally stopping that from happening? I don't know that. I, I never know the whole what time you got to have so many names and delegates or whatever. I don't know any of that stuff. But um, I, I, she don't you think she would walk into the White House? I think she would. Or she's running against Trump in this scenario? She's running against any Republican. Pick your favorite. Resurrect Ronald Reagan if you want. I don't. That would be macabre and bizarre. Um, No, I don't think she walks into the White House. She walks into the nomination 100%. You don't think she walks into the White House? No. I I, I think she does. I, I think we're so celebrity. I don't think issues matter anymore. I think it's just personality and celebrity. Every 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 candidate's a cult of personality of some sort. I I don't know. I I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to be right about that. Not 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 even particularly because I don't want Michelle Obama to be president, which I don't. But not even particularly because that I don't like the idea that we choose our presidents based on just kind of good feeling celebrities. Right, right. And policy is just utterly out of the question. Nobody even wants to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that's an intriguing question. I, I, I don't think it would be as clear cut as you're saying, but I'd have to remember our old it boss. Through. Our old boss Dave used to talk about if Tom Hanks ever decides to run for president, he's going to be president. Just kind of likable. Nobody's got anything against him. Won't have to take a position on anything. I do think that's where we are culturally. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Weird. So, um, this could get a little. Thick. I won't make it too long in case it's too thick. But So I uh, came across this headline from an article I was re- reading, The Return of the Pagans or The Return of Paganism. I don't forget which it is. I'd have to scroll up and lose my place to look at it. Yeah. But it's in Commentary Magazine. The, the, the idea being that uh, paganism is back. And uh, he, he said, how do you make sense of a statement like this? A New York Post, I think it was headline. The headline was, trans woman left st- sobbing in jfk airport after tsa agent hit her testicles 
It's a pretty good headline. <laughs> Trans woman wow. left sobbing after TSA agent hits her testicles. There is no circumstance in which I will ever utter the phrase her testicles because you're being asked to deny reality because then you're theirs. Well, and that's where it gets into the whole return of the pagans. And I didn't until I read this very long article. I don't think I ever fully understand. Well, this is this guy's view of what being a pagan meant. Um, and I looked up a bunch of different definitions and they aren't all the same, but basically he's making the idea that paganism was, you didn't know how the gods were going to react and there, there weren't, there weren't any clear cut immutable facts of life and rules that we followed. It just, the gods were kind of all over the place. You'd do various things to try to please them here and there. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't and change was constant and it was welcome and it was good as opposed to the monotheistic religions of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, where we have these rules and we follow them generation after generation after generation. We're not Mm -hmm. constantly changing our minds about things. That's not the way it works. And um, he even quotes an Arab warlord who is famous for having said at one point, for pagans, nothing is true and everything is permitted. And he said that's what we're living through now with a lot of people since there aren't rules handed down beliefs handed down um uh uh, you know cultural certainties handed down all change is good or at least why not you know what the hell difference does it make might as well try it and that's how we get to a lot of the things we're getting including the whole trans situation i don't know if i buy it or not i thought it was damned interesting though well even if he's not exactly right there's some pretty good points in there yeah yeah it's it's worth thinking about yeah, thought-provoking. You know, I was just I was thinking of maybe squeezing in this uh, story about Japan's uh, demographic situation, um, which is just unbelievable. More attention ought to be paid to it. Their college enrollment is dropping by like 50% or something crazy like that. Because there ain't no the college hand, kids, but... are there? Well, exactly. They got no 18-year-olds. Aren't Nobody's there, having any babies. Are there four people in Japan under the age of 30? Yeah, in, in 30 years. Uh, hey, Jim, college... you want to go to college? Or I guess Lee. Hey, Lee, you want to go to college? Uh, college enrollment has dropped from more than 2 million in 1990 to barely 1.1 million now. So it's wow. down by about half, and it's projected to decline significantly further in the next 15 years. Uh, but anyway, uh, Japan is, uh, you know, this is kind of a change of topic, but Japan is a very insular society. They don't allow much immigration at all. They don't have a giant Hispanic section of Tokyo and 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 uh, they have no interest in a melting pot nor does china which has some serious demographic problems going on um it's the only countries you can look at that have seriously solid shared cultural values are pretty insular countries yeah well that's what daniel tosh is always saying about you know we're we're considered the racist country look at the chinese gymnastic team every girl on there chinese same with a whole bunch of different places. You look in the United yeah. States, we got a black girl, we got a Hispanic girl, we got a girl whose parents were from Russia. Yeah, everything you can imagine. But we're the racist country. They're not. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and and obviously there are uh, costs and benefits to both ways of doing things. Speaking of topics nobody wants to be honest about, but I don't know. It'll be the end of our career, but I, I have fun looking at these questions and asking them and, and talking about them. Is Japan better off with their plunging, uh, you know, enrollment in college? They have no future, economically speaking, really. 
or not much of one, because they're dying off as a culture. But they have shared cultural norms. Tokyo subways are spotless. People are polite on the street. Very little crime. Yes, no gun and that, crime. And that will be interesting to read about in the history books when that culture is completely gone not too long from now. Right, but I guess the, the, the really interesting um, philosophical question, and I'm not taking a, a side on this, by the way. I just find it a really interesting question. Are they better off being Japanese until there is no Japan, or would they be better off changing fundamentally what Japan is to something unrecognizable, might be better, might be worse, and it's still called Japan, but it has very little to do with Japanese culture. That's a tough one because if I'm a if I'm my age in Japan, I'm thinking I want things to continue the way they have been because it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you've brought this brought this up at the point that Italy is eighty percent uh, African immigrants and their uh, and, and their uh, descendants. Um, and culturally speaking, it's got nothing to do with Da Vinci and that's a spicy meatball uh, and, you know, all that stuff. It's just a landmass that was covered by people who called themselves Italians at one point. Right, no pasta and opera and none of that stuff makes any difference to the the people that actually inhabit the country. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's the point then? (laughs) I don't know. That is a good one. That's a good philosophical question. Back to the, the whole pagan thing, though. So this Arab warlord talking do about... Do I get to wear goat pants if we're returning to paganism? Well, that's the whole point. You get to do whatever you want. But oh, if, yeah, the, okay. if this Arab warlord looked at the pagans and said, for them, nothing is true, everything is permitted, this sounds pretty familiar to a lot of what's <laughs> going say, on, doesn't it? I would say so, yeah. Nails it. And, uh, yeah. That makes sense to me. And uh, one more thing, since we have time, this same guy who wrote this article about paganism, he's a Jewish fellow, and uh, was reporting on what's going on in Israel and how most people are missing what the story is. And what the story is, what is happening, is the reckoning, next year will be the 75th anniversary of the Israel becoming a country officially. Uh, they're finally having this reckoning that they've put off for three quarters of a century of, are we a Jewish state or not? Are we a country that's mostly Jewish, but we're, you know, we're a democracy and you can be whatever you want and do whatever you want. Like the United States is with Christianity. We're mostly Christian all these years, less so now than it's ever been, but you know, we're a mostly Christian country, but that, you know, that didn't play a role in our politics or anything like that. Or it wasn't supposed to, or is, uh, is Israel going to be, no, we're for Jews about Jews, about Judaism. That's what we are. They've, Managed to put off that conversation for 75 years, really, of it really coming to a head. And that's what's coming to a head now. That's mm. what this is all about. And I think that's pretty fascinating to watch. I would say. I would say. Yeah. One more thought on the, the pagan discussion. In in pagan societies, you have this ever-changing list of gods, right? And which one is the most important and how to please them and the rest of it. The point's been made by more wise and eloquent fellows than myself that a lot of the uh, the woke stuff, the critical theory stuff, has become a quasi-religion in that you don't dare question it. If you even question it at your workplace when they drag you in for the white fragility training, you're not even allowed to question it. And if you fall out of favor with the guardians of today's hot God, you will be punished. It will hurt you. Um, and it's it's very uh, culty. It's very religious-ish. And it changes all the time. 
Yeah, there is some something uh, you can be blasphemous in that world by doubting the pronoun thing. Right, and the high priests get to change the doctrine constantly. So you're constantly trying to to catch up and and it in constant danger of the politically correct tweet you unleashed a year ago is now politically incorrect and you're doomed. All right. Well, that was a 400-level conversation presented by a guy who is a high school-level uh, intellect on that stuff. So do with it what you want. I thought, I thought that was interesting. We'll finish <laughs> strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. There you go, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> oh, boy. Laying it on Eric Swalwell. Oh, boy. And everyone knows it. And everyone knows it. (laughs) That was the definition of a guilty pleasure right there. (laughs) So wrong, but so delicious. So, Michael, in the waning moments here of the show. Yeah. How many cookies did you end up eating? One big one. One, It was a giant cookie, though. I I noticed you grabbed more than one, though. Oh, You had two in your studio, did you not? Uh, No. Oh, I thought you had two in there. No. No. Wow, well, what, shamed on air. Well, what's this it, is what, striking. He's, he's, what are you, MTG? <laughs> he's working my side of the street, and then he came in today beating himself up, were you not, over his eating yesterday because the, the, the building was full of donuts and banana bread and brownies. 
Yeah. And, and Michael, you indulged. I, I indulged, yeah. And so Michael started the day by saying, I've got the worst eating day I've ever had yesterday. I've got to get this under control. Starting the day, blah, blah. A bunch of cookies showed up. There you go. Oh, boy, I'm this in is, trouble. This is very entertaining coming from a co-host who's addicted to donuts, and everyone knows it. Right, right, right. <laughs> I and know everyone knows it. I know that feeling completely of uh, drinking or eating, of saying, okay, yesterday was out of control. We need to we need to get this straightened out today. Oh, and then yeah. the first opportunity to drink or eat, you're on it. <laughs> I've done that a thousand times. It's like the Mark Twain saying, quitting smoking is no big deal. I've done it a thousand times. I mean, it's the exact same thing with eating and drinking yeah. used to be for me. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how the attitude changes around 4.30 in the afternoon. I've always wondered, what does that do to your psyche? Uh, bit by bit, over and over again, where you say, okay, I'm, I'm eating good today. That was ridiculous yesterday. First donut you see, you eat it. And that can't be good for your view of yourself, can it? No, probably not. Although, I don't know. I, live a I'm, little. I'm a flawed man. I'm a pagan. Let's just live a little, huh? There are Am no I rules. Go pants clean, honey. Everything's permitted. Let's just, just do this thing. What's All life right. for? Ah, you got to forgive yourself. That's what I say, huh? God, I've Maybe. done that so many times. You know what? Those of you people, we work with a guy like this who just have that iron dedication to everything. Eating Fine. right, exercise, all that sort of stuff. It's just like, yeah. I'm a hell of a lot more fun at a party. Um, <laughs> Michael, play MTG again. And everyone knows it. Yeah, I really want to study that inflection. And everyone knows it. There's just a tinge of pity in there. Like, it's mock pity, but that's the ingredient I was missing when I was thinking about her inflection and why it's so nasty. Snark, mockery, and pity. Fake pity. And everyone knows it. And everyone knows it. All rolled everyone into one. Knows and it. that's a talent. Mean I, girl. I, I think she could out-squat me at the gym pretty easily. Man, I saw that video of her working out. It, it was like she was trying out for the Detroit Lions or something. Yeah. She's a physical gal. Yeah. And everyone, and everyone knows and it. Everyone knows it. Break Eric Swalwell in half. And as far as I know, she has remained chaste as far as Chinese spies go. So she's going through a divorce, though, right? All her fame split up her family. Oh, really? I don't know I if that's know what that. caused it, but that happens a lot when people hit it big um, one way or another. Hmm. Hmm. So and, I guess I should be glad for our long descent into mediocrity and, as a career. And everyone knows it. <laughs> and everyone knows it. So we didn't and get, everyone knows it. We didn't get to it today. Uh, Fox has been going on it big. A bunch of Hunter Biden stuff that I suppose we can bring you tomorrow, as Joe actually said during the commercials. Well, everybody who watched Fox knows it. And if you didn't watch Fox, you didn't hear a word about it. That's and you never true. will. And you never will. That's certainly true about any Hunter Biden story. I remain completely convinced that the Biden influence peddling family business is going to be exposed completely uh, in fairly short order. That's one of the reasons I've been swearing up and down he's not going to run. Well, I also wonder if there aren't Democrats behind the scenes wanting this to be enough of a reason for him to not run. They're trying to pile up reasons for him to step down because they don't want him to run. Backstabbing in D.C.? Good Lord. It's time for Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty to share some final thoughts. And if I hear them say another negative thing about me, these really will be their final thoughts. 
Hashtag Clinton body count. That's AI created, and if it's that good now, what will it be like in a year? Um, Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, our technical director, mashing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Well, today Jack publicly shamed me for my poor eating. Join us tomorrow when he'll publicly shame me for my questionable tax write-offs. <laughs> Beautiful. Jack, a final thought for yeah, us? Yeah, I man, there couldn't be more of a pot calling the kettle black than that. Um, uh, what was my final thought? Oh, that giant rocket going up today. Elon says that when they finally get that ironed out, he thinks he can do that at a million dollars per launch and really make it profitable for companies or individuals or whatever to want to get stuff up into space. Well, and it'll just be much easier to do all sorts of cool stuff uh, scientifically and commercially in space. So it's a, it's a, today's launch was not a failure. Uh, my final thought, among other stories we didn't get to, is the fact that a government official, when asked, are we funding the Taliban with tax dollars, said, I, I, I don't know. I can't guarantee it. I can't guarantee we're not funding the Taliban. Yeah. They were our sworn number one enemy after the towers fell. I mean, the idea that we're we're giving them taxpayer money, but we it looks like we are. Yeah, and the fact that the government is so ginormous and unwieldy that nobody has any idea what it's really up to. Yeah, that doesn't bother you. That's a good point. They should be able to answer that question definitively pretty easily. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Great news. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. T-shirts are available. I can't wait to don mine. armstrongandgetty.com. Pick up some swag. It helps keep the guys on the payroll in difficult times. I might have to go up a size because of my eating habits. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. I cannot assure this committee or the American taxpayer we are not currently funding. I'm strong and Getty. Obviously, this is uh, does not appear to be a nominal situation. For maybe one of the worst judgment errors. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. And everyone knows it. Maybe it's time for humankind to give way to the squirrels. A Come on. Okay. On that high note, thank you all very much. Have a terrific day. Armstrong and Getty. That was quite entertaining. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now 
now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.